Welcome to the podcast, Storytelling and Safety, brought to you by you, the listener. Please visit the website, storytellingandsafety.com, for other episodes. Welcome to the episode, episode number two, Storytelling and Safety Podcast. Your host, Tim Page Botter, and today we've got two special guests, two good friends of mine, two road warrior friends of mine, Jack Jackson and Danny Smith. Both of these guys, incredible storytellers, master storytellers, and they actually train and teach people how to tell stories. I've asked Jack and Danny to join us to share some stories from the road, some things that they've learned, seen, and we'll measure and match some of the things that they're going to share um, into storytelling and why it's important to, well, get people to increase their engagement and retention. And the best way to do that is through storytelling. So without further ado, let's have a conversation with Jack and with Danny. Welcome to the podcast on Road Warriors Tell Stories. This conversation is with, well, a couple of good friends of mine, Jack Jackson and Danny Smith, both senior consultants with Safe Start. And they're constantly on the road, I'd say between 60 to 70 times a year. Um, and their road warrior activities brings a lot of stories. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Danny, Hello. Jack, how you doing? Good. Hi, how you doing? Great. Um, Danny, why don't you introduce yourself, tell everybody what you do and where you're from and what you've been doing while you're on quarantine. Well, I'm uh, one of the senior consultants with Safe Start, as you said a few minutes ago. Uh, and uh, boy, it does seem like we just spend a lot of time on the road. And I guess one of the interesting things for the three of us is we, we spend, uh, I don't know, what would you say? Probably half of our time on the road, we're together with, along with a few other folks from our team. And then I guess the rest of the time we are kind of out on our own at conferences and on-site with clients and things of that nature. So kind of an interesting mix, I guess you would say overall. Uh, the quarantine time, uh, wow, it's kind of weird. Uh, my wife is still putting up with me. She hasn't ran me out of the house yet, so that's a good thing. Uh, just uh, professionally, uh, have had a lot of stuff uh, to, to work on, uh, a lot of conference calls, a lot of checking in with clients and some special projects, things of that nature, trying to get caught up on and, and getting ahead on a little bit, so that's nice. And uh, personally, just been spending a lot of time with uh, trying to do some honeydews, I guess you could say. I think I'm sure everybody's got a list of those. Uh, can't see the grandkids right now, which is a pain. So uh, we get FaceTime with them, especially uh, my three and a half year old, almost four year old now, uh, grandson Carson. He calls us every night on FaceTime to tell us what's going on with him and, and what animal he has learned about today. So that's oh part of his, his day to day is learning about animals. So <laughs> what was his latest animal? Uh, let's see. He had a possum last uh, night before last. And then uh, I believe he was a walrus yesterday and actually had two French fries kind of stuck in the bottom of his, <laughs> of his mouth and looked like a walrus when, walrus when he called. So uh, pretty interesting to hear, hear the world through the mind of a four year old. I bet you it is. And then you probably are making do with trying to get through virtual meetings, but at least you have that. Um, yes. Doing your best on quarantine. And I visualized the French fries in the mouth. Thanks for that. <laughs> How about you, Mr. Jackson? Well, as you said, uh, my name is uh, Jack Jackson, senior consultant with Safe Start. Um, I have, um, the traveling part has been um, somewhat a welcome break for me, even though I did have a personal travel trip uh, a week or so ago, 
but for me it's been um it's been um good to stay at home for a little while get to get to know my house a little bit better <laughs> i've had uh, a lot of time on the road and a lot of things kind of got left to the wayside and i decided that during this quarantine time i would stop and take care of some of those not necessarily honeydews they were just things that i wanted done I may get in trouble if my wife ever hears this video or this audio because um, I probably discarded some things that maybe she wanted but probably didn't need anymore. <laughs> I hadn't seen it in about five years. So I don't you really gave it to Goodwill. You gave it to Goodwill. That's what you did. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll find some use for it. Maybe <laughs> it in five years. Very good. How about you? You got grandkids too. Have you been uh, FaceTiming and getting on social social media with them? Well, actually, they drive by once a week. They do a drive-by. So they drive <laughs> by and they drive by and wave, and, and it kills my youngest one to, to stay in the car because he wants to get out. He cries on the way. He's smiling when he first sees me, but he cries when he leaves, so that kind of touches my heart. Well, that kind of puts grandkids on parade. They're in the car, and they're waving it. You call yourself Dada? That's what they call you? Yeah, Dada. And the, oh. other, the other four that are in St. Louis, uh, we FaceTime once a week and and uh, dealing with the uh, illness of my wife, um, they get they ask often where is where's Gigi? They call her Gigi and ask where's Gigi. <laughs> but uh, I tell them that Gigi's not feeling well right now and she's gonna get better and she'll talk to you soon. So they FaceTime her and they don't really realize that well the older ones realize she's in the hospital, but the younger ones want to know why she's in bed. Okay, well we. We're with you too. So our, our listeners are probably going to say thank you and uh, um, wish her the best and send her Godspeed and, and prayers on the way. All right. Thank you. I want to get jump right into the questions. And I have to ask, what is the worst experience you've ever had while traveling? Jack, what do you think? Worst experience you've ever had while traveling? 2011. I remember it like it was yesterday. I'll never forget it. I had recently bought a big screen TV flat screen and it was about 65 inches and I was looking forward to watching the Super Bowl. However, I had a two-week visit or two-week client call to Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And of course, I had planned a Super Bowl party since I had a new TV to watch it on. And uh, long story short, I ended up being in Cedar Rapids the complete two weeks. I missed, totally missed the Super Bowl at home. There was 26 inches of snow. All my flights were canceled. And I, I guess you would call that karma because I was giving the Dallas Cowboy fans a hard time about <laughs> having the Super Bowl party at the open house and you not be invited. Turns mm. out I had a couple of friends that asked me if they could still have a Super Bowl party despite me not being here. <laughs> I think we should tell our listeners that uh, at least, well, I know, I'm thinking Danny too, but we're Cowboys fans. So we, I guess we could appreciate your, your saying about the Cowboys. But uh... <laughs> So did you eventually get home? Uh, at the Well, I had to be back in Cedar Rapids on Tuesday. So they were going to try to fly me home Monday, but that was kind of defeated the purpose. It was after the Super Bowl. And, yeah, made so, yourself coming back, yeah. Yeah, so I just decided to, to stay stay the weekend and ate a lot of Casey's Pizza. It's good, but not every day. 
<laughs> and uh, and it was one of those things that I wish I had taken hardback book because I I normally read Kindle and I could read my Kindles, but the hotel didn't have internet. Internet system went down and the satellite TV went down. So Ooh. I was uh, I was. I did a lot of reading and I fortunately I did have a few videos downloaded onto my uh, computer. My goodness, so you actually were out of information because you couldn't gain it through internet activity and you were stuck at a hotel that uh, couldn't give you access to TV. So you were just stuck to your devices. So a hard, hardback book, if you can imagine having that. Yeah, I, as did your... have, I did have a cellular signal, but uh, back in 2011, if I recall, it, it cost a little bit more to use cellular back then. I was going to say, yeah. that's back in the old nights and weekends, friends and family thing, wasn't it? <laughs> it, it wasn't call unlimited. Back, call me back after nine. Yeah, call me back after nine. Yeah, say to seven. I can't talk right now. <laughs> I'm on friends and family time. I'm not calling now. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a, that's a terrible experience, but I'm glad you made it home. I for me, I've had a personal experience and stuck in snow, but uh, it seems like it always happens in Iowa for one of the three of us, or maybe another friend that we have who actually lives in Iowa, um, always comes back to a saying that we have on the road. <laughs> Danny, it's meanwhile in Des Moines. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Danny, you have a similar similar experience in terms of being stuck on the road, or do you have something else you want to share? I about? think the thing with me probably as far as a worst experience, and I guess you guys actually had to experience a part of this with me, was uh, was probably uh, not Des Moines. It was probably Calgary when I got food poisoning out on the road. And I don't know <laughs> if there's any worse experience than being sick on the road. Uh, these two guys were with me. We were doing a, one of our Safe Start workshops there, and uh, my wife had came up with me. We'd spent a few days on vacation before the workshop, and uh, let's just say they were glad that she was there, uh, that she was the one who got to nurse me back to health and not the two of them having to do it, So, because it was, it was bad. I think she gets gold stars in her crown for that one for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that was, a, that, was a, that was probably the worst experience I had, and... Uh, yeah, I kind of thought about this a little bit too. Uh, Tim, full disclosure here, Tim sent us the questions ahead of time so we could be thinking about these things. But uh, I got to thinking about, you know, that's kind of the worst experience, but uh, kind of the best experience too, I guess. There's probably the best outweigh the, the bad by far, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, uh, I guess the for me, and this sounds a little melodramatic, I guess, especially coming from me, but uh, probably the best uh, road experience was just kind of the experience itself. You know, I uh, had the opportunity to, to see things and go places and never thought I'd get to see, you know, so that's, that's been really, really neat. Us sitting here just thinking about the list, you know, been to, to Arizona, the Grand Canyon a few times, Niagara Falls a few times, uh, a lot of big history buffs. So seeing a lot of the things around New York, uh, Boston, Philadelphia, all of that's really, really cool. Um, and then had the opportunity, actually Tim and I went together once to, uh, to Amsterdam. And then I had to go back another time and got to go to a, a dream of mine was uh, to go to Normandy and visit the, the beaches there at Normandy. And I got to do that a couple of years ago as well, which was just, uh, it's like a bucket list thing for me, you know, to, to get to do that. So. Oh, cool. So do you think your uh, good times versus bad times is more like 70, yeah. 30, 80, 20? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, for sure. 
You've been to. Some I, I guess I've got to. I got to have some. Uh, I got to have a, a maybe a five percent there for weird things too that have happened on the road. You know, <laughs> uh, probably the weirdest thing for me and you guys know the story, but share it with everybody else is we were at a conference back in San Diego back uh, probably about five six years ago. I forget exactly when. I came walking down the hallway and there's this guy standing there naked in the hallway and. He, he just looked at me and he, 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 I mean, what do you say? You know, there's a naked dude in the hallway. And I looked up and the first words out of his mouth was, dude, it sucks to sleepwalk. <laughs> How do you respond to that? You know, I mean, I just looked at him and just kind of said, yes, sir, I guess it does. <laughs> I, mean, I did call and gave him some help, but still it was kind of a, kind of a weird experience for sure. I think that was pretty. That was pretty noble of you, Danny, to go go get that guy some help. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't let him wait in your room, did you, Danny? No, he didn't wait in the room. No, 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 no. He did not wait in the room. So, I did poke my head back out and say, "Hey, I got security on the way." So, <laughs> at least give him a job, Danny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking too, Danny, that in all of the things that we've gone through, at least together and maybe even separate, but we've we've had some really good times on the road, and those are sometimes trumped by what you go through in terms of the bad times and you have a tendency to remember those bad times but there have been some good times and our workplace brings us there um we've i i really don't know i mean jack you've taken several vacations that have brought you there because of vacation but in terms of work you've had the opportunity to go to places um, great places because of work do you have any good experiences while on the road <laughs> yeah i do have some good ones tim <laughs> um <laughs> Nashville ranks pretty high on the list. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> to preserve your your this character. sounds like a story for sure. <laughs> I was thinking maybe another podcast episode, but okay. I want to preserve your integrity and allow everybody to still think that you're an upstanding citizen. <laughs> okay, okay, Jack. Thanks. You're not always upstanding. I got proof. That was pretty high. <laughs> Like Danny said, though, I, I, I do enjoy, particularly my trips I've had abroad, um, some of the places like all over the Middle East, I think it, I counted seven count, seven countries outside of North America. Uh, and that was, that for me, that was amazing, South Africa. But um, probably one of the, I'm gonna say the proudest moment. I love teaching people safety, but probably one of my proudest moments as a presenter was in St. Louis a few years ago, uh, I tell a story about my grandson um, reviewing the Boo Boo Bandits with me. For me, um, he was at the time, he was nine years old, he's 12 now, but he actually uh, got to sit in a Safe Start session with me. And for me, that was him along with my brother, my younger brother, but he actually was answering some of the driving questions as if he could drive, but for me, <laughs> It was a proud moment, a proud Dada moment, because I had my grandson in there with me, and he he admired it, and he constantly talks to me about my work now. Okay, that's cool. Having family in there is a, is a different feeling, and I know what you're talking about. And for me, traveling on the road, there's been great great experiences, and, and I'm going to tell you what, I'll put this one out there for the listeners. <clears throat> I did I did have a fall. And that was in Nashville. And the only person that was there to pick me up was Mr. Jackson. So he's talking about upstanding. And in this case, I was not standing. Um, and there are several things that go into that story, but we'll, we'll probably share that for another podcast at another time. 
Um, it did happen that the, Danny was in the room the next day. Actually, he was there that evening um, coming back from dinner and um, another good friend of ours, Chris LaSalle was there. And, and yes, I did have a fall, but uh, um, let's just put it this way. The fall was very sobering. And that's all I'm going to say about that. We refer to that in the podcast in case you're looking for it later. If we do do that one, the podcast will be called Tim Burr. <laughs> yeah, we could call it that too. Thanks for that, you guys. Appreciate it. Uh, last question here. Um, the closing question is going to be, if you had a single movie to pick during a pandemic to have to watch and that you could remember it time and time again and be able to share that from a storytelling perspective, what movie would that be? Danny, what do you think? Uh, I was thinking about this. You know, I'm I'm more of a TV show the guy than I am a movie guy. Jack's more the movie guy, I guess, than I am. But uh, for me, uh, I've been thinking about, you know, well, what have we been watching during the past few weeks here? Uh, we've been uh, binge-watching some things on Netflix, but uh, just a list of some of the things. Uh, we've Angie and I have uh, been watching Survivor now, I guess, since it first came on. And so this is the 40th season with it. And uh just they've got all previous winners on there this year so we've enjoyed watching it as it's unfolding uh the blacklist is cranking back up again i love that show and uh one that's so uh, one of my favorites actually is better call saul and it's back with some new episodes as well and uh then of course ozark just dropped season three i haven't downloaded it yet but it's uh we're finishing up a couple of other things first but it, it'll be about coming back up there and that one in particular, I think, may be one of the best best written shows since maybe Justified. Moment of silence Ooh, for Justified. Yeah. Justified, uh, yes. Yes. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, uh, I guess as I was thinking about that, the one thing that really kind of all of those have in common, along with a lot of the movies we joke about all the time, is um, characters, you know, and... and We've met some characters on the road, haven't we? Sometimes we bring the characters with us, but that's another story entirely too. Uh, but, you know, great characters make great stories. And uh, I think uh, that's a part of the fun of traveling as well, is just seeing some of the, the characters that are out there and, uh, you know, enjoying it. It's I like that. Great. I like that comment about characters because quite frankly, what we do at these workshops is we're shaping them into a specific type of character. And we, we tell, tell tons of stories but we have to give that unfortunate feedback that some people might think is too abrasive. And then when we give the feedback, we want to shape their story, so to speak, in the way it's supposed to be delivered. And, and if they want their story to make an impact, that's it. They have to provide that characterization in that story. So that is a great lead in. Um, good point about characters. Jack, characters is what it's all about. I, I know you've got some characters that you always love to bring up when we're having conversations. You talk a lot about a specific movie and I'm not gonna tee it up for you, but I have to think that there are two or three movies that you'd like to mention on a pandemic that you'd like to watch with either friends or on FaceTime. What, what are those movies, Jack? The first one would probably be uh, Terms of Endearment. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Steel Magnolia's second, right? Yeah. <laughs> Romancing the stone, I got it. Okay. But uh as far as TV goes, uh I'm 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 like Danny said, I am more of a movie guy. I was a huge fan of Justified. Um, I'm gonna wait till my wife comes home to watch uh Ozarks, but um uh I've been called a lot of things, but inarticulate isn't one of them. 
but probably my all-time favorite movie. It's man, I gotta give you, I gotta give you at least two. Okay, well, really three. Uh, I love Platoon because of my military experience. I love the, just just watching. I didn't have any wartime experience as the movie depicted, but I did. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, and I can quote several lines uh, from that movie. Uh, I know when they're coming up. Um, probably a close second would probably be um, Life, the movie Life with Eddie Murphy and uh, Martin Lawrence. Uh, that one had a lot of lines that I still use. <laughs> I'll throw them out in, in conversation, and only the keen, keen movie buff would know where that <laughs> line came from. <laughs> and probably from a workshop perspective, I would have to say one of our favorite movies um, is Barbershop. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rosa Parks ain't do nothing, but <laughs> that's what you find. You see that? <laughs> oh, it's my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no bad. Look like Malcolm Brown's car. <laughs> it looks like Malcolm Brown's car. <laughs> it's a lot of lines in that in that in that movie that we we as a workshop team when they're said everybody can recognize them and and it doesn't stop me from watching it when I flick through and see it on TV. But, uh, <laughs> Definitely one of those when you when you pass it on TV you got to stop what you're doing and watch it even if it's just the next you know, the, the four hour version on TBS or something. <laughs> yeah. Those are the movies that you're always stopping when you're flipping through channels. I, I, I know what it feels like. And another one that I always stop on is um, Forrest Gump. I don't know. <laughs> I Gump. Uh, Alicia's my Jenny. So I kind of, I never had to, to fight for her, but I would, but I never have had to. Uh, but Forrest Gump is probably one of those ones I, I stop and watch at least a bit of it when it's if I'm flipping through the channels. Well, I appreciate you guys' feedback. I have to tell you, those movies and the TV shows that you're talking about, they, they leave some kind of everlasting legacy. Um, quite literally, when you're thinking about these shows, for whatever reason, they made an impact on you. That You always remember those kinds of moments. Do you think our storytellers, our people, the people that we're talking to, the trainers, the people that we certify, do you think that they find a way to set a legacy to the people that they're training? And I have to tell you, when we're training, it always feels like we send a message. And when we send a message, they have to remember some of that to deliver. Learning from these movies, learning from what makes an impact on us, having these life experiences while traveling, they've made impacts on us. Do you think we're making the same impact on them? Uh, yes, I do. Um, one of the things that I lead off with my Actually, on many of my presentations, I lead off on the fact that uh, my parents, my father, in particular, my grandfather, they answered most of my questions with a story. And those stories help you to retain the lesson that they were trying to teach you. And, and in essence, I guess I have uh, adopted that technique as well. Whenever I'm trying to teach someone, I know that it's easier for them to grasp, grasp it, but not only just grasp the concept you're trying to show them through storytelling, but they retain that information because they can remember that story that's right that's right yeah. exactly yeah and it's it's really interesting too you, we share a lot of stories and sometimes we tell the same story over and over again uh in different venues different formats and it's always interesting when you have somebody comes up to you and says i just want you to know hey that really hit home with me and that's uh that that's that's really cool you know it's a cool experience mm -hmm. and uh you know, and at times you, you know, we, we do some of the similar conference presentations from time to time at some of the conferences we speak at and we have people come, 
hear us do do our presentations, you know, three, four, five times, and you look at them and say, "What are you? You could pretty much do this presentation. You could tell the stories." And they said, "They look at you, and say, no, we want to hear you. We come to hear you tell this again because it's impactful and it has a, you know, just kind of refocus refocuses people again. So that's really cool to hear people talk about that. So I, I completely agree. Completely agree. Uh, just for everybody's sake of purpose, I. <laughs> I'm such a nerd and a geek, but I love Star Wars is what stands out for me. But I will give you a movie that if I'm flipping through the channels and it, it's there on the by the guide, I will stop at Pulp Fiction. I have to just I, Samuel L. Jackson just stands out for me. Um, <laughs> and at one moment, we between Jack and I, and maybe Danny and a couple of other folks, we were going to actually try to relive or reenact or recreate some of those scenes. And if you can imagine the three of us in a car one of us has to get shot and it's not going to be me. So I was just thinking, who's that person going to be? But nevertheless, stories um, is where it's at. I have actually learned a lot from the two of you. Um, I've learned a lot from a couple of our friends, the maestro of storytelling, Kevin Cobb. Um, he's incredible. Um, Gary Higby, I've learned a lot from him. Um, he's got some incredible stories, just going to put it that way. Uh, otherwise, I just want to say, first of all, thank you for joining us and thank you for taking some time out of your busy quarantine life. Um, I know it's been busy. <laughs> I have to tell you, I, I have been juggling. There's been so many things going on. I feel like even though we travel and do all this work and teach and educate, I still feel like I'm busy. Um, yeah. It's hard. It's hard for me to hard for me to juggle even better. I know I'm kind of sitting behind a desk, but nevertheless, the two of you have gone um, gone the extra extra uh, duty and I want to say thank you for that our listeners will want to say thank you for that so any departing words uh hey just be safe out there and protect each other and call and check on your loved ones yeah I know I appreciate that and uh I, I will second that Danny I'm having Jack. a flashback suddenly to Jerry Springer I'm sorry the parting oh, no. shot here yeah so uh, <laughs> 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 yeah like Jack said you know this is a this is kind of a weird deal for everybody right now so just kind of Keep your, keep your wits about you. And uh, I shared something just with a few of our other consultants a while back, and I'll just throw this out to the listeners, especially with the, uh, with the, you know, being cooped up at home, a lot of people working from home and uh, be sure you step outside and just get some fresh air every once in a while. You know, yeah. I mean, you don't have to go out and contact other people or anything like that, but just go out in the yard, get a little sunshine, get a little fresh air. Uh, as my grandfather used to say, it'll do you good and help you too. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, you the me time. You got to meaning to me time. Yeah, that's right. right. That's the redefining new normal, isn't it? Yep, the me time. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. All right, thank you. Thank Hi, you, guys. See you. you. Guys, take care. This podcast was brought to you by our listeners. Thank you for attending and spending some of your time with us. 